Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin our topic today, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. If you're seated on the floor, sit Indian style with your legs crossed and your palms open on your lap, sitting upright. And if you're seated in a chair, place your palms open on your lap and uncross your legs. Again, sitting upright so that your spine is tall, your neck is long. And as you breathe, you can feel your breath moving in a circular motion all the way through your spine, up through your head, and around again. All right, so wherever you are, if you're doing something, just use this as an exercise to get really present in your body and in your breath so that you pay attention and you can listen from a very open, grounded, centered place. And of course, these golden pauses are something that you can do on your own throughout your busy day just to connect to yourself, to connect to your breath so that you can live more mindfully and respond to life rather than react. So let's go ahead and begin. Take a deep breath in. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. And as you exhale, go ahead and let go and relax, sinking into your breath. This time, as you breathe in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, breathe in golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight, to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and toes. And as you exhale, let go of anything that doesn't serve you. This time, as you breathe in pure golden sunlight, to the top of your head, to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, opening your heart, activating your heart, and spend a moment in gratitude, thinking of just one thing that you feel eternally grateful for. Could be something somebody said to you. Could be some person in your life. It could be just being here right now. Spend a couple of moments and a few deep breaths, filling your whole heart, your whole core, your whole being with pure golden gratitude, feeling that joy, feeling that gratitude, breathing in golden sunlight and exhaling any fear or tension you feel. Just spend a moment there in your breath. As you breathe in, one last breath of pure golden gratitude, filling your whole heart with nothing but golden gratitude. 
might allow a smile to come across your face. And exhale and open your eyes. Ah, doesn't that feel so good to land in your body? All right, let's begin. Hi, and so the question that came in today is, how do I allow myself to trust and be vulnerable again after betrayal, after a breakup? So this is going to vary really depending upon how deep your wound is, right? I mean, some people have really um, been abused. They've had a very um, hard breakup. They've been living with a narcissist who has been abusive for many years. Perhaps that person just really left you out in the cold, really turned a cold heart to you. And that's really, really, um, that's difficult for anyone to get over. I just want to acknowledge that, that I've never had that happen to me quite like that before in my life, but I can only empathize how traumatic it is to love someone so deeply, care for them so deeply, and then have them turn a cold heart to you for whatever reason. And also have someone abuse you. You know that once you're out of that pattern of of abuse, there's relief, but there's also um, the wound that needs to heal. So here's the key. Um... There's several things that you may need to be aware of in order to be ready to build trust again. First of all, I think that um, it's paramount that you realize that what you don't want to do is run right out and get into another relationship. And what you need to do is, is spend some time knowing who you are, loving yourself deeply, and surrounding yourself with people you can trust that are perhaps not of the opposite gender or of the gender that you associate romantic love with so that you can begin to trust in other ways, you know, feel loved, feel supported. This is probably one of the most important things that you can do is not isolate yourself and also not go run out and fill that gap of that love gap with another love partner. Why? Because the chances are you're not going to be able to discern yet who that person that you really can trust is. And let's just face it that, you know, we really do um, attract people and people that come into our lives. There's no accidents. People come into our lives to reflect back to us who we are. That's probably one of the most important concepts that we can recognize is that whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, we're always constantly validating ourselves on some level, on some capacity. And what we attract is what is inside us at the time. You know, I've done this in my life. I've, I've had lovers that I've attracted over the years. Um, you know, when I was broken, they were broken. It was no accident that they came into my life. But as I healed and became whole, um, our relationship would change. Um, We became friends. I've never really had a true breakup. I've dated people and stopped dating people. 
but my heart wasn't on the line. The biggest break that I had is one that you know, and that is that my husband died, and you know, yet he didn't leave me, he died. It still felt so heartbreaking, and of course, I had to heal from that wound. So how do you begin to trust again? Well, first you have to trust yourself to know the right people and pick the right people. So let's just say that we aren't always attracted to what's good for us, and that is the truth, that what we are attracted to is sometimes a pattern that we've always been attracted to. It could be a pattern of that feeling of danger. I know a lot of women who are attracted to narcissists because narcissists are very charming. They're charismatic. They draw you in. Well, once you realize that the person that you're being um, engaged with in conversation or in any kind of dynamic Once you realize that they very well could be a narcissist, that's when you back off. That's when you realize that all you're entering into is a pattern, a pattern that feels comfortable for you, but not necessarily a pattern that's going to be good for you. Chances are it might be a different relationship, but you'll end up in the same place. You'll end up with the same relationship that you just got out of or that you thought you had left behind. So becoming really aware of what is your pattern, that's the first step. And then asking yourself to be discerning about who you open your heart to. Is this person a person that you feel you can trust? Is this person showing you by their actions? Can you trust them? Do they follow through? There's a really big um, way that we build trust with people, isn't it? It's our ability to follow through on the things that we commit to. Do they show up on time? Do they answer your calls the way they say they're going to? Do they um, honor you? Do you feel their respect? These are all things that you need to be on the lookout for when you're looking for a person that you can trust. People show us with their actions, not their words. These are such simple, important things to keep in mind, especially when you're vulnerable, especially when you're learning to trust again. And it happens in baby steps, doesn't it, like everything else? So tread carefully. Be gentle with yourself. Be discerning. You know, take a close look at people. Ask your friends If you don't trust yourself, ask your friends to meet this person. Ask your friends to assess the situation. Listen to them. Don't keep doing what you've always done because that will get you exactly the same place that you've always been. If you want to go to someplace new, if you want to go to a new place within yourself, you have to make changes. Nothing changes until you change. These are important things to put into practice, to recognize, and to move forward on. So first, be discerning. Second, ask your friends 
to assess the person or situation with you and then listen to their advice, listen to their clues because oftentimes people who are looking from the outside in can see things that you can't possibly see. Ending the pattern that you're in, ending any kind of pattern of self-abuse is really, really a pivot turn for you and for you building trust and looking towards someone's actions. Are they trustworthy in small ways? A lot of times that's the best way to build trust. Just look toward their actions. I hope that you found this inspiring. I hope that answers your question. How do you trust and become vulnerable again? Allow yourself to heal. Allow yourself time. Spend some time with some quality people that you do trust, and they will remind you how to trust a new person again. All right, I hope you found this inspiring. Come back again. Don't sweat the small stuff. Live the big stuff. This is Christine Carlson. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff. Christine's new book, From Heartbreak to Wholeness, the Hero's Journey to Joy is available at all major booksellers. Visit from heartbreaktowholeness.com with your receipt of purchase to receive some fabulous free bonuses. That's from heartbreaktowholeness.com.